0: The preceding message is brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Stay tuned after this message for more information about Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Asking me to emphasize the concepts and the idea of purpose. And so when Pastor T sent me a message and said, Life by Divine Design, I said, ah, thank God, though, it's within my scope. Amen. You know, when you're a biology professor, they give you physics you will not know anything i'm sure you heard the story of the young boy who was in a boat with an old man and the old man said young boy do you know anything about biology the boy said i don't know They were in, a, in the and the guy said "Ah, you don't know <laughs> do you know anything about theology he did not know anything then the boat began to leak the young man sir, sir do you know about swimmingology?" the old man did not know that's the end of his life so Um, One thing that I'm grateful to God that I know is about purpose and that's what I do even as I go around the world. And um, the first question really is what is divine design? And if you've been in Kingswood for a bit, you will have been introduced to the idea that you are made for a reason. Somebody say that. Say, I am made for a reason. In other words, that we're not here to survive irrespective of the condition of Nigeria. Before Nigeria was born, you were. Amen. Amen. Before dollar went to five hundred and whatever, it was finished. Someone say, amen. "Amen." Praise God. See the concept or the idea of living by divine design is living the way that God intended, and that's what Pastor T was speaking about earlier. And I'm hoping that we're adjusting. The key thing about the messages that are coming from here is adjusting your belief to a point you operate by it on a day-to-day basis. And so I'm just going to read two quick scriptures. Um, basically, that give us an idea of what the design of God is where man is concerned, just to remind us about a few things. Of course, the first one is Jeremiah 1.45. I'm reading the New Living Translation. It says, the Lord gave me this message. I knew you before I formed you in your mother's womb. Before you were born, I set you apart, and I appointed you as my prophet to the nations and so this is God speaking to a 17 year- old Jeremiah and saying to him that I want to expose to you divine design that before you even existed you pre-existed. are we together and I knew you in that space. not only that there are a few things that I did. number one, I knew you, I formed you in other words, even the way you are designed is intentional. That is why I am happy with the way that I am. Are you happy with the way you are? A lot of people are adjusting themselves. When they get to the gates of heaven, I hope they will recognize them. Amen. Praise God. But let's read this because somebody said to me, well, that that's the Old Testament. Now, and one of the things you must see that the word of God is balanced, both old and new. So let's go to Galatians 1, verse 15 and 16, also the New Living Translation. It says, Paul was saying here, but even before I was born, God chose me and called me by his marvelous grace that it pleased him to reveal his son to me so that I would proclaim the good news about Jesus to the Gentiles. When this happened, I did not rush out to consult with any human being. What he said, we see something similar to Jeremiah that he also had a preexistence, That he also came to a consciousness that before he was born, God chose him. So by extension I can say and remind you today that before you are born you were chosen. Somebody say I was chosen. Bad English great revelation. Say I was chosen. Praise God. All right? Okay, your mind is still struggling. I was chosen. Why don't you just flow with the Holy Spirit? Praise God. All right? And so he says, I was chosen, number one. Number two, I was called. So while he was persecuting the church, he was called to reach the Gentiles with the gospel, but he was busy doing many other things. And that is the story of many people, that we are busy with life, but not necessarily busy with the purpose the intent of our existence now please one of the easiest things to know is purpose because it seems like a mystery a lot of people are getting to that point where like you know one guy came to me one day said can you tell me my purpose i said ah i were not there when you were born amen i have no idea what god but the good thing is that god knows it and guess what every single day you wake up god is saying let's get back to it praise god that Just this morning, God is saying concerning you, let's continue with that journey. Amen. You are on a journey, and guess what? At the end of the day, you win. Someone say, I win. Amen. So we see a few things. Number one, existence before birth. Number two, establishment before birth. Number three, appointment before birth. Birth is the beginning of the fulfillment of a purpose and many assignments. That when a person is born, that is the beginning of, an, of a preordained existence. Now, we live daily, day to day. Tomorrow morning, many people are going to wake up at 4 a.m. because they must cross Mainland Bridge, amen. But what the Bible is saying is that in all of this, that there is something that you have formed. Never, ever, ever forget it. Life can cause you to forget it because what I find in my experience is that there are people that live life, number one, most people in my own opinion live life to survive. How can we make it to tomorrow? Let me help you. How can we make it? The concept of making it only resonates in heaven as you are making it in alignment with purpose. Now, don't misunderstand me, because when most people, you know, when we are praying, and it's great, people realize that many of our prayers have financial undertones. Anybody? God is counting. God is answering prayers. Anybody knows that? Very true. And what you must understand is that before you are born, he had furnished you with every resource required. And at the concept of Second Corinthians 8 and 9, that he became poor, that you through his poverty might be made rich, is enough to live by. I can't be poor. For example, there was a time I was manifesting poverty. I was not poor, I was rich, but I was manifesting poverty until my mind was renewed. The moment it was renewed, ah, I said, God, punish poverty. Praise God. The same thing also with your health, with every dimension of your life. And so, we must understand that there is what you are meant to do. I know you have heard it, but I want to today try to see how we can relate it in our day-to-day um, living. Offices, he said, God said, I appointed you as a prophet. So, we look at the prophet as an office. Offices are created to fulfill a mandate. That's why, I mean, someone says, wow, Pastor T, I'm now a GM. Wow, that's great. Open not gate man, by the way. General manager, amen. You're a GM. Where? So the office has a place, it's deployed for a reason. Every company exists for a reason. So the office that God gives you has a reason. Can I say to you, and I'm sure you heard it when Dr. K said it, you don't really have a purpose. You are fulfilling his purpose for you. His purpose because now, we have now made purpose very trendy. And people are trying to go to ALBs and, and Harvard to go and know their purpose. There are courses that talk about life. Sir, there's only one person. That can understand fully. Let me say this: You can achieve a lot, and I'm not on, 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 on downplaying achievement. But I'm saying to you that the Bible says in Second Corinthians chapter five, verse ten, it says that we shall all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, and we shall receive what we have done in the body, whether good or evil, according to our purpose, our motive, what we are giving ourselves, our time to, ability that is given to us. We're going to stand there's an award ceremony where God is going to reward us. That heaven is not just hey, Soji, you made it. No. That's not because a lot of people, you know, you will make heaven. How many have been prayed? You've had that prayer before? How many have had that prayer before? My brother, you will make heaven. So there are people living as if they're not going to make heaven. Me, I'm there already. Anybody with me? It's called the assurance of salvation. If you're in this place and you're not sure you will make heaven, please go to KTI. Amen? I'm not lying to you because it is dangerous to be going to a country that you don't know whether the visa will work. He's at the gate, you say, sorry, it's not working. Fake document. Eh, for eternity. My own visa cannot bounce. Amen. Praise God. I'm not going there today. Let's keep going. And so we must live beyond mere existence. That is survival of day-to-day competition, max, you know, even achievement orientation that we would have was the essence of life to reach the top. And God has actually ordained for that. But what does the top mean? Because the top is different for different people. For some people, the top will be Forbes being making noise about them and doing things in business. For some people, it's not Forbes. I have a young man that I know that is a missionary in one African country. I know one that is lucky, I know that, that is doing missions work now, going all over the nations and all that. That is what God has ordained him for. Fine boy. His name is Ibn Bosh Amen. Because, you see, if you are not careful, you will get into competition. Yeah. If you get on the express, facing Ibadan, and your only goal is to be ahead of every other, con- every other car, you might land in Numbumosho. That's the truth. Because you just keep moving, and a lot of people live that way. Oh, now, I'm living in Banana Island. Okay, I want to get a seven-story building. And those things are, God is not frowning at them as long as they're in alignment with purpose. Can I say something to somebody that is, so you don't feel disappointed when you say, God lifts me. God lifts you according to his purpose. Because many times, God lifts you, but you don't see the manifestation you desire. Are we together? But everything I will say to you is that the part of the righteous shines brighter and brighter on the perfect day. Now, I've gone through foundation. Let's begin to build. Amen. Pastor T began to say, of course, across King's Word, we're talking about being new creation. Somebody say, I'm a new creation. Say it again, say I'm a new creation. Ephesians 1 and 11, the Passion Translation. Ephesians 1 and 11, the Passion Translation says, through our union with Christ, we too have been claimed by God as his own inheritance. Before we were even born, he gave us our destiny. This is my conviction. This is why I don't care what is going on outside. I know what is finished inside. Christ in me is the hope of glory. Look, if you don't live with that consciousness of revelation, everything outside will sway you, everything outside will make you afraid. Everything outside will make you a victim instead of living as a victor. He says that even before we are born, he gave us our destiny that we will fulfill why what that we will fulfill the plan of God who always accomplishes every purpose and plan in his heart. That's what all of this is about. So we are coming to church to learn, to be trained, to be raised as a supernatural army so that when we are deployed, we can live for him. And I want to remind you about that this morning. I wrote something here and I'm going to say it. I will say it and I'll explain it. A new creation is not primarily ordained just to be with God in heaven. No. It is a special purpose vehicle crafted to fulfill God's plan for your life. What do I mean by that? You cannot fulfill God's plan except you're a new creature. That being a new creature is not just about, oh, now, thank God, I'm the righteous of God. Yes, you are, but the key is that in the fulfillment of your assignment, you will need the consciousness of righteousness to stay on track. You will have moments that will challenge you. Who are you? And you have to declare, I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. That the purpose of the health that Christ has given you is not just to live long, but live long enough to fulfill his purpose. Because hear me, God is building his kingdom. I'm grateful for Dr. K. You know, we're speaking about, you know, raising the supernatural army. And if you've heard anything Dr. K said recently, it's about the fact we are taking over mountains. Are we together. Now, it's not enough to shout it in church. The new creation has to go out there and take the mountains. And I'm talking about you and I. In our spaces, as nurses, as doctors, as engineers, as pastors, evangelists, whatever he has, the office is ordained for you that you stay there and leave from there. One of my problems is that many times I have many things I can do, but God says don't do it. Because it's not according to the plan. Yeah. I know somebody who has two masters, one MBA, one marketing. And God says, that's not it. Your own assignment is evangelism. <laughs> but you know the shocking thing? As she moved into the future, she now got into places that her, doctor, her masters gave her opportunity to now evangelize there. I'm going somewhere today. I'm going to read a few scriptures so that we understand all this. Now let's talk about the Second Corinthians 5, 14 to 18. I'm reading the Passion Translation also. For it is Christ's love that fuels our passion and holds us tightly because we are convinced that he has given his life for all of us. This means all died with him so that those who live should no longer live self-absorbed lives. But lives that are poured out for him, the one who died for us and now lives again. So, from now on, we refuse to evaluate people merely by their outward appearances, for that's how we once viewed the Anointed One. But no longer do we see him with limited human sight. Now, if anyone is a, is enfolded into Christ, he has become an entirely new person. All that is related to the old order has vanished. Behold, everything is fresh and new. And God has made all things new and reconciled us to himself and given us the ministry of reconciling others to God. What does that mean in Claire? The essence of being a new creation or one of the objectives of you being a new creation is that you get into a position where you can reconcile others to God. And guess what? God wants to reconcile others to God in marketplaces, in courtrooms, in boardrooms, all over. So you understand that the goal of reaching the top is not just so that I'm looking good in my resume, Is that God has a man here. And we need to wake up to that. Listen to me, there is something realer than Google, than Apple, it's called the kingdom of God. It is a a corporation, an eternal global corporation finding expression on earth. And God is recruiting soldiers, amen, deploying them. I'm not lying to you. Somebody asked me and said, oh, Pastor Jimmy, how do you do all these things you are doing? You are trying to learn, not doing conference. I don't, but I'll be honest. Sometimes I'm like, God, can you send somebody else? Praise God. But I'll tell you something. I have learned that what he has called me to start, he has finished it. That's how I live. So when God begins to tell you, I, I met a young man in Abuja some days ago. He said God told him to buy a bank. 30 something years old, he has bought it already. It's a microfinance bank, but well, it's a bank. Your own is still piggy bank. <laughs> Praise God. He bought a bank. He believed. He believed. Why is he buying a bank? He does not know now. It will show in the future. And guess what? He said when they decided to go and buy the bank, it's not like they had all the money. But he had an assignment. He had an instruction. I'm telling you, God, look. Somebody said, will there be more people in heaven or hell? Somebody said, the way the world is looking, it's like hell will be full. Can I tell you the truth? Heaven will be fuller. That's the truth about it. Because there are prophecies that speak about that. In the last days, the mountain of the temple of the Lord. he says nations shall come. They will not come one, two. They will come in thousands. But guess what God is doing? How will that happen? He says that the mountain of the temple of the Lord's house will be exalted above every hill. That's not speaking about the building. It's speaking about you and I. So that God makes you the head. The prayer that will make you the head and not the tail is not just for you to now shine. Hey, Hey, the head has come. Oh, no. The head stands and says, I am the head because my head is the one that's in charge of me. You need to meet him. The biggest evangelism, I believe, is called influencer evangelism. I'm sorry, I'm talking about that. But it's in the Bible. Because you are going to be the CEO of your company. And the way you run it, people will say there's something about you. They will come like Nicodemus. So we are going to aspire to aspire to get to the top, But we understand there's a reason for it. The moment you lose the reason, you are playing with danger. Because you are getting into spaces where God prepared for you for his assignment, you create your own agenda. Isaiah chapter 9. Is that okay? I have plenty of time. More. Let's relax. I was, okay. Sorry, you know I'm not a serious person. Everyone know that. But God called me. He calls the foolish things of this world. Praise God. Isaiah 9 verse 6 and 7. For unto us a child shall be born to us a son shall be given and the government shall be upon his shoulder and his name shall be called wonderful counselor mighty God everlasting father prince of peace there shall be no end to the increase of his government and of his peace he shall rule on the throne of David and over his kingdom to establish it to uphold it with justice and righteousness from that time forward and forever the zeal of the Lord of hosts will accomplish this listen to me what all this is about is a war of two kingdoms. It's a war of two kingdoms. And the moment you begin to think kingdom, the faster your life will be. The more interesting life your life will be. That as a pastor, you understand that your responsibility is to equip the saints to be able to operate in the kingdom. Are we together? What happens, I, I love the training, KTI, nine months, is that almost nine months, Every Saturday, for you people are chilling, you are watching video. i man was live. Every Saturday, if you want to go for a wedding, it's after KTI. Amen. But thank God, Amen. It's okay. Don't, don't, do stress. But you know, even that some people don't want to be. Listen to me. The training you are getting in church is preparation for battle. They are teaching you how to handle AK forty-seven. So that when you go out there, you will not say, ah, how, how?" <laughs> you know what's going to happen there. It's not a nice word out there. He said, I've sent you as sheep amongst wolves. Do you know what that means? What do wolves eat? This god is not a good god, though. In quotes. <laughs> but let me say this to you. There's a way that sheep will be able to conquer wolves. So the concept of, for example, we teach about purpose in King's Word which, and, the, and the body of Christ. We talk about the right, if there's any one subject we teach about is What? Righteousness. Righteousness, consciousness. Listen to me, the Bible says, the righteous is as bold as a lion. The righteousness is not primarily a concept of detergent. I have sinned, therefore I, am, I can declare. And there's a dimension there, there to that. But that, listen to me, the idea is not to use righteousness to just clean yourself. It is giving you confidence to do what God asks you to do. The righteous are as bold as a lion. I remember when we were going to build this building, we are coming from Memorial Garden. The concept of buying this land of 25 million was a foreign concept based on bank accounts. And I'm telling you that there are things that God wants to share with you, but you have to believe that the reason why he chose me, he chose me, and Satan, the accuser of brethren will come and tell you why you should not choose yourself but you must rest in the fact he has chosen me. I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And so this scripture I read says that unto us a son is given and all that we we talk about that, but it says the government shall be upon his shoulder. It speaks about a government. It speaks about a kingdom. It says it will be established through righteousness and justice. And so you must understand that There is a a, a scripture in Revelations 11 and 15. It says that the seventh angel sounded the trumpet and said the kingdoms of this world have become the kingdoms of our God. What does that mean? It means essentially that there is a plan to take over kingdoms. So in Matthew 4, when Satan took Jesus and showed him the kingdoms of the world and their glory... What Revelation said is that at the end of the day, we got it. And so what we are doing is we are raising a supernatural army that comes on Sunday for servicing. Service is for servicing. Midweek is for servicing. So that on Monday, Tuesday, every day, we are doing kingdom everywhere that we go. Your life is looking at like kingdom. Do you know, it's, you know, if you want to sell a Rolex watch, you won't shout too much. Have you noticed that companies that are very rich, they don't do big adverts. It is the ones that are very poor. You'll be on the road. Bye. Oh, sorry, I didn't say anything. On the, they make the most noise. We have the best product, Christ. But let me say this to you. The first thing that God wants to do is that he wants you to know him. Because it's tough. You know, in sales, they will tell you that it's tough to sell something you don't believe in. And that's one of the biggest problems a lot of believers are having. Listen to me. When Jesus turns your life around, you want him to turn other people's lives around. And the key thing, Jesus said in Matthew, he says, don't worry about where you, what you will eat, what you will drink, what you will wear. He said, the Gentiles live that way. He said, your primary way of living is kingdom consciousness and the pursuit of it. Listen to me. Whether you're a career person, whether you're a business person, whether you're a five-fold ministry, everything is culminated in the fulfillment of God's agenda. And I'm telling you something. You know, the other day we saw they said Superman is bisexual. How many people saw it? There's no need feeling bad about that. Those guys understand kingdom more than you. That's all. They understand. They're the ones that are on media. How did you see it? Social media. They're the ones on the platforms. And so what God wants to do with you, and that's why, listen to me, Ephesians four, eleven, 11, he says that God has given gifts from verse 7. He says to, he has given some to be apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers for the equipping of the saints to do the work of ministry. So there are people that are in different spaces. And that's why, listen to me, no matter how much you're trying to do the work of ministry, you must be connected to the equipping center. Because a soldier on the field without bullets will die. I've noticed that gospel artists, when they blow, and they blow away from church, they blow away. Do you get what I said? I, I study things. The gospel artists that remain relevant have a connection to their local assembly. That's why no matter how busy I am, I'm a member of Kingswood everywhere. Today I'm in London's church. Last week I was in London, today I'm in Kedja. Next week I'm on, on Box Church. Praise God. Because I recognize that it is the design of God is that the church is a e- renewal equipping center for the work of the kingdom. So we're deploying you. No time to sit down again. It's time to be deployed. And now, question is deployed to what? And that's where I'm really going today. And I wrap up at this point. Ah, somebody I just said that time. It's now fast. Praise God. Are you being blessed this morning? Praise God. I'm going to read a scripture to you. Deployed for what reason? What is my own particular portion? What am I meant to do? Listen to this. In Philippians 2.13, we've heard it. It says that it is God that the what is at work in you. Am I right? Both to do what? To will and to do of his good pleasure. Now, let me read the amplified version. You can put it up. He says... For it is not your strength, but it is God, who is effectively at work in you, both to will and to work. That is, strengthening, energizing, and creating in you the longing and the ability to fulfill your purpose for his good pleasure. What does that mean? It means that in the design of God, God is not going to tell you your purpose. You are going to be, is going to be at work in you. He's going to unfold it. Now, God can give you an idea of your office, but you see, you cannot generalize that you are called to be an apostle. Apostle where? Apostle to who? Apostle when? Because it might be a particular season. But this is what you need to do. If you can maintain intimacy with God, he will be at work in you. You will know what to do. You start thinking right. You want to do things right. That's why I tell people that as believers, the more you are spending time in place of worship with God, take note of the things he's showing you. That is it. What Jesus said, whatever I see my father do, that's what I do. So in his intimacy, on the mountain, it does vigil. If you finish a vigil, and all you came with is a seven angels, I hope they're relevant to your destiny. I ask God questions. What would you want me to do in this season? When I got to America, they told me many things I could do. Ah! All right, bye-bye. All right, bye-bye. So Mr. I was analyzing. And as I was doing it, my heart was doing backflip. My son, excuse me, sir. It's like because he has set eternity in your heart, so when you want to go of course, eternity starts. Eh, hey, hey, eh, hey. And then you now get energized. I'm traveling not because I don't have anything to do. It is God that is at work in me, both to will and to do of His good pleasure. Can I shock you? I don't even know why. When Joseph was going to prison, Potiphar, everything he did not know why. It was when he got to the palace, he realized that God was positioning him for the preservation of Israel. The key is intimacy with the Father. Matthew eleven twenty eight, Give it to me in the message translation. Matthew eleven twenty eight. The time has gone up again. Pastor T, it <sighs> is well. Okay, I'm looking at the wrong one. God bless you. He says, are you tired, worn out, Burned out on religion, come to me. Get away with me and you recover your life. I will show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and walk with me. This is the key. That's purpose. That as you walk with him, you know how to walk with him. If there's anything that we do, he's about too busy to walk with him. Sometimes some people are too guilty to walk with him. That's why Satan is attacking your consciousness of righteousness so that you don't walk with him. Because he knows if you don't walk, you cannot walk. He says, walk with me and walk with me. He says, watch how I do it. This thing is easy. We are watching Netflix from above. So what we see in the place of intimacy, we come out in the open to do. I once worked in a company, and I was worshiping God in the morning. And I'm telling you that a lot is going to happen in the marketplace. And this is the thing that is there. You must be wiser than company policies. Where you will not break policy, but you fulfill God's purpose. If you're in the UK, you cannot preach to someone that's dying. Can you imagine? But if you have wisdom, something will happen. I was going to share a story about how, I mean, and God would make you meet people on a day-to-day, so you're not going to work tomorrow just to earn a salary, no. God has a man in that office. God has a woman in that place. And so when you spend your time of intimacy, listen to me, when you don't have intimacy with God, life demands activities. You just do the next thing you can do. Not necessarily the thing you are meant to do. And let me say one other part. The other part to it is that please don't downplay the inspiration of the Almighty on the inside of you. As I'm going to say something, it sounds a bit controversial, but do you know that scripture doesn't talk about the Holy Spirit. There's a spirit in man, the inspiration of the Almighty, that gives you understanding. If you read it contextually, that's not the Holy Spirit. That was referencing Genesis 2. And God breathed into man, and man became a living soul. Now, that is the first Adam. That Bible said that there's even in that fallen one, that there's an inspiration in him. I'm analyzing, I'm sitting with CEOs. and it, I spoke to one CEO, who is real estate. some of you know that I'm close to him. I said, you just bought this land, 3 billion. How did you get it? Now, he's born again. You know what he told me? He said, I was taking a bath. How many of you have taken a bath and God spoke to you? I, you should take baths regularly, maybe three times. I'm serious! In the cool of the day. <laughs> Amen. I we together. He said, I was taking a bath and I just heard, go and buy land in Ekwe, 100 hectares. That's how God talks. You know what? He's the owner of the land. When God instructs you, stop looking at your pocket. Stop that. When God instructs you, stop looking at yourself. God does not consider you. God considers him in you. What does he ask you to do? There's somebody here, women. Okay, women, children, something about the kids, a primary school. I don't know who that is. I just, that's what I just saw right now. And you are bothering about the amount is required to build the primary school. My friend, go and get registration first. Take the next step. That's how God works. Because I'm telling you that there are some children that God wants to train in your school that is necessary for their future. That's how it works. This is faith at work. This is, and along the way, you will get there and someone will tell you you will never get this and you must exercise the joy of God. Listen to me. The giftings of God are mobile apps. They work when you move. Joy works best when you're on the move. Faith works best when you're on the move. The consciousness of peace works best. That will keep you in perfect peace. You have not even seen anything yet. When, you are, when your company needs to pay 300 million dollars tomorrow, you will know what peace means. I'm telling you! Get on the journey. My assignment now... It's to go around like a public relations warrior. God is doing something. And can I tell you, he pays the best. Can I tell you, he saves the best. You, 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 You get deals you can't imagine. Your biggest miracles are waiting on the path of purpose. I'm telling you that. So in case there's somebody walking that path, don't be discouraged. If things are not working the way that you want it, maybe there's a better way to do that. That's why you seek knowledge. That's why you have pastors. You sit down and ask questions, you pray in the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen. That's why I love that app. On the go in boardrooms. And right there, answers. And when I say answers, it's not like you say a scroll. I mean, I'm, I'm not seen a scroll, i have not seen scroll. But you have a knowing. This is what I should do. I'm just saying basically, and that's the crux of what it is. Because we say living life by design is living life by purpose. But I'm saying to you that the one that can fulfill purpose. It's a new creature. How am I sure about it? Jesus spoke to Nicodemus in John 3.3. 3. He said, except a man be born again, he, will not, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Do you know we interpret that scripture primarily to say he cannot, be, uh, he cannot make heaven? But look at what it says. That the capacity to perceive God's kingdom is tied to you being born again. What that means is that God's kingdom is where his purpose exists. And so what is it means is that you can't, that's why I don't care how skilled you are. I don't even care how many accolades, how many prizes, except you are born again, you cannot fulfill your part in what God is doing. That's what that means. So being born again, yes, guarantees a place with the Father. But more importantly, activates in you what you are meant to do. So don't get tired. There's a lot to learn. I've passed off for a few years. I mean, let me talk about as a wrap-up. One of the biggest things that gets people off the course of purpose is money. Listen to me. Even Jesus knows if you are struggling with what you eat, what you wear, you will forget kingdom. Kingdom. I beg force. Now, as long as we're alive, we purpose. And let me say this to you. God expects that you get an understanding in those areas. If I were you, listen to me. If you are struggling financially, don't worry. But start working. Get messages from church. Put those things together. Get information. Then go to people that you are seeing that have inherited the promise. Be followers of them. And say, Pastor Leia, I'm seeing your life. I remember when you were a lawyer in Ogbaha. (laughs) <laughs> sir, you are now in international waters. Can you talk to me and Pastor Lehi will say it to you and, it will be, and right on the spot, Pastor Lehi gives you a word that addresses your sins. You just ask the right question. So how are you doing? Today it might be about your savings. Because it's God at work in him. Both you will and do. And the, the issue, you know for many years my issue was savings. The only goes to tell me, Jimmy save. And I'll say, yes, 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 sir. How many of you have been there before? God bless you. Thank you. Some of you have crossed it, or you are never been there. Amen. You are going to get there. You are going to get to points where God will test you with what you have. In 2018, I went to Akure. I think we we're in that meeting together. I went to one meeting, and when I was there, I said, "God, I want to do Your will. Be careful, though. I want to do Your will." God, said, are you sure? I want to do Your will, and I had one Toyota Camry. Toyota, is it Camry? Yeah. You know, one. The table is only one car at that time, and God said, "Hey, see that man there? Give me your car. Hey, the not driving a Range Rover." <laughs> I said, "God, why?" He said, "I go and tell him after the service." So now I had to look at my constituency pastor Lola. I just sent her a text, "Baby, God said we should give the Camry to this man." She just responded, "Okay, thank God." Not the one that say, "Hello, who is this?" Because God will test you. And when I gave the man the car, and the man prayed with me, I believed that I would not be going one day. And somebody... So, sorry, are you, are you Pastor Jimmy? Amen? Are you Pastor Jimmy? And you know, let me even be real with you. Sometimes you go to a place, and you are around a rich man. And you're like, Lord, speak. That's me. Has it happened to anybody here? God bless you. I was there. Seven months, I was doing Uber seven months, doing Uber. One day, like last day, I said, God, hey, wait, wait. There's one car that we gave. How far? And God said, I tested you with that car because of the nations. I can trust you now. My reward was not a car. That's why I'm saying to you, that sometimes your expectation is not what God will reward you with. God gave me the nations. So anywhere I go, it opens. I'm not afraid of any country, and I will go there. I will get a private jet. Better know now. Not for self-heal, so it's because if you enter plane, by the time you get down, so, King, so on plane, you'll be tired. <laughs> and guess what? Fully funded by heaven. Fully funded. Learn any area where you don't have results consistently. There might be, you have a good heart, but your head just needs to adjust. That's Find somebody. That's why we are one body. You have Pastor working. happy birthday, by the way. If you want to know how to have a happy birthday, see, Pastor Haki, amen. Some years ago, Pastor T will come on the pulpit, this pulpit, and say, I've not had a bad day in two years. And, ah, let go, it's not possible. <laughs> I, will, I, will, I will be in the audience. I will say, <laughs> In fact, one day, he said, last part, hey! he said, He said, I've not had a bad day. <laughs> well, guess what I found out? What it meant was that in spite of that, I didn't have a bad day. I respond right to things. Because I'm in charge of things. Once I knew that, I don't worry about anything. Because worry doesn't even bring anything. You are worried about your rent. Did it bring money? Use your brain and say, Father, I thank you. Amen. Hey, you have supplied all that I need. So, Father, what is the thing you are prepared? Can I shock you? Even where you are in a situation where you are not one that cost it, there's an answer. That's what peace means. That will keep him in perfect peace. Whose mind is stayed on thee? Because he trusts in thee. We have to start walking in reality. And guess what's going to happen? What God just said to me as I wrap up. I see people advancing. I see people advancing. I just saw a picture of connection, you know. And that's probably what you have been walking by yourself alone in this church. But this place is a place of grace. This place is a place where grace is made manifest. And in the name of Jesus, I see it made manifest in your life. In the name of Jesus. Yes. Like it has been commanded. This last quarter is your best quarter. Let me say this to you. I will, every year I would say God. Every year I would say God, you know, this year when I come in December... I'll be one of those that will dance forward. Any of you? I will come and I was owing money. I will come and dance forward. And every year, the money was upgrading. Hey! My answer was asking questions. I asked the Holy Spirit. I asked people. I called Pastor I sat with him for about a few hours. We adjusted some things. Today, December, we are live. Any area you are struggling. It's just because there's light missing. But that light is available. Be humble. Be humble. Be humble. Be humble. Let's help one another. And you that God has made. I hope you know you are now a lesson teacher. Because God has made you a lesson teacher. To help those beneath you. That are coming behind you. When we do this. The whole body. Each part supplying what it carries. The whole body is built up. Kings what You guys, something new is about to happen. I'm sensing it. I'm sensing it. I'm sensing it. There are people here that will amaze the world. Amen. Amen. Look, there are people here. Rise on your feet. Nebrado Savrakashti. Come on, just pray the Holy Ghost. I just saw somebody that thing has revived again in your heart. You are saying yes, yes, yes. I don't know who that person is. In fact, if you are that person, something revived again in your heart, and you are saying in your heart yes, yes. Just come forward. Just come forward this morning. We have just a few minutes, but in the auditorium, I see grace being imparted, minds being renewed. Front, come on talk to God this morning. If Oh, We thank you, Lord. Let me know you. More and more. When I know- the preceding message was brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere, Nigeria. We are located at Kingsword Auditorium, Itel Avenue, behind NNPC Filling Station, First Bank Bus Stop, off Kudarat Abiola Way, Argun, Lagos. Email, KMI Africa, at kingsword.org. Telephone, 234 234- 810 0